Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey there, thanks for joining me for this edition of The Shalene Show. I'm going to share with you in this episode two little-known facts about me that are kind of embarrassing, addictions, actually. The first one I'm just going to tell you right up front is that I was fully addicted to diet soda for more than 30 years. And you've heard me say that before, but in this episode, I'm going to share a little bit more about that. But the other addiction one that I'm kind of embarrassed about. I no longer partake in this, but I'm going to share that in this episode as well. Why? Because I want you to know I've been there. Whatever the bad habit is you've got or the new habit you need to form, I promise you, we can do it. We can do it together. Today on The Shalene Show. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Yeah, it's true. I was absolutely 1000% addicted to diet soda. I didn't even drink water. I mean, I knew all of the reasons why, as do you. So I won't waste your time going over all the reasons why you need to drink water, the stuff you already know. But in this episode, I truly believe if you listen with an open heart and an open mind, you may be able to make a very profound change in your health. Listen, 75% of us Did you hear that? 75% of us are chronically dehydrated. That means most of us don't even know that we're dehydrated. We think we're getting enough water, but we're not. And this is a critical piece, a critical part to your health. And it's why I place so much emphasis on drinking water with the 131 method. So whether you're following the 131 method or not, it's about health and you need to drink more water. I also thought it'd be really cool to share this with you because today's episode is actually taken from within my 131 program. So the 131 program, it's a health program. It's how you get healthy and lose weight. But a big part of that is not just giving you rules and saying, okay, drink 75 ounces of water or you know, here's what you should eat or here's what you shouldn't eat. It's about helping you understand how your body works so you can just make a decision. You can just make a decision for yourself if you want to drink more water or not or if you want to continue drinking diet sodas or if you want to continue maybe having a balance of those things. You get to make the decision yourself, but you're going to make an informed decision and that is the cornerstone of the 131. So I thought rather than, you know, kind of going over that again, why not just share with you the kind of education that you can come to expect when you become a member of the 131 program. Okay, without further ado, let's get to the good stuff. It's no secret that for many years, I was a full-blown diet soda junkie. I mean, fully addicted. It was the first thing I craved when I woke up in the morning, and I had it with me kind of as a crutch all day long, pretty much until the time I went to bed. In fact, most evenings, I went upstairs into my bedroom with a big, giant tumbler filled with ice and diet soda. I believed that I needed it. It gave me energy. 
food didn't taste good unless I had an ice-cold diet soda next to me. It was my crutch. It was a habit. And I really enjoyed it. It was the fizz. I even liked the way the bubbles sometimes burned my nose. That first sip of diet soda from a straw was like someone addicted to cigarettes taking a drag off of their smoke. And while we're making true confessions, I should probably tell you, I should probably just admit that I actually smoked cigarettes for several years, too. While I was in college, smoking cigarettes, drinking diet soda, and teaching fitness classes. Lovely. I'm ashamed to say it, but it's the truth. And I suppose I could give myself a pass that I ignored everything I knew about health and smoked for a couple of years because I was young and ignorant and thought I would live forever. (laughs) And if you want to know how I quit smoking, it was a boy. I met this young quarterback at Michigan State, and the night that I met him, he said, you kind of smell like smoke. Do you smoke? And I said, no, of course not. And he goes, oh, okay, good, because girls that smoke are gross. And literally, I quit that night cold turkey. It's the only time ever I've quit anything cold turkey. I just usually can't do things cold turkey, but he was really cute, and eventually I married him. But when it comes to a diet soda addiction, it's just a little more socially acceptable. And it wasn't an addiction that lasted a couple of years. We're talking diet soda from about age 15 to age 45. That's shocking. 30 years of drinking diet soda. And not just sometimes, not just once a day, all day, every day. Year after year after year. So, I come from personal knowledge and experience when I tell you, you, my friend, can break any bad habit you want to. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time going over what you already know. Just like me, I'll just bet you already know all of the reasons why water is the ultimate hydration. You already know that it's better to drink water than whatever else it is you're drinking other than water. You already know that. The question is, why aren't you drinking enough water? Why are you drinking anything other than water? What I'm going to start with is how I was able to break the habit myself and how it is now I consume at a minimum 75 ounces of water every single day. And if I'm going to have a diet soda, it's a very rare special occasion. I just don't crave it anymore. And it's shocking even to me to be able to say that. So I'm going to share with you how I was able to do that. And then I'm going to drop some knowledge on you so that you understand what a powerful tool water is in the war against weight loss resistance. You will be inspired to drink more water because of the profound effect that it has on cellular function, hormone regulation, digestion, gut health. Let's start by talking about breaking bad habits, or should I say, replacing bad habits with better habits. I mean, here I am a health and fitness professional, and I know that what I'm drinking is loaded with chemicals. But in my mind, I just, well, I excused it. I said to myself, well, it's zero calories. It doesn't make me crave more sweets because that was the one thing I heard most people saying was negative about drinking diet sodas was that the artificial sweeteners could often have a response in people that made them crave more sweets. I lied to myself and I said, well, that's not me. I don't eat sweets. 
Meanwhile, I was eating every, quote, sugar-free sweet or desserts that were loaded with artificial sweeteners. In fact, thinking back on it, at the time that my diet soda addiction was at its height, I was also very addicted to Splenda. It was the sweetness. I could tolerate the taste of anything, just about any fake food. All I had to do was pour a pile of Splenda on top. And every once in a while, a logical, rational thought would overtake me. And I would find myself on the internet Googling research related to diet soda and negative side effects. And even though I could find a ton of negative research on the use of artificial sweeteners, I could also usually find at least one article that was inconclusive. And that's all I needed. That was enough to justify, in my mind, that it was okay for me to be drinking diet soda. I didn't want to give it up. So I made excuses. And so now, a little bit of tough love directed at you. Why aren't you drinking enough water? What excuses, what bad habits are you allowing to stand between you and optimal health? Step one is to kick the habit or create a new one. And we do that first by setting a date. Right now, put me on pause if you need to, but your assignment is to select a date by which you will begin either phasing out this bad habit or introducing a new habit. So just pick a start date, preferably tomorrow, if not today. Next, decide what will be different on this day. You've got two choices. You can either go cold turkey and just quit entirely and start drinking water, or you can do a transition. I think there's two types of people. I can tell you for me, I'm just not a cold turkey kind of gal. My mom, on the other hand, she's cold turkey. You tell her to do it, she's going to pick the date, and she's not going to go back. I prefer a sliding scale. So when it came to giving up diet soda, I can tell you that my drug of choice was Diet Coke, and it's dark brown. Now, I'm just being honest, no judgment here, but here's what my transition looked like. I went from Diet Coke to Diet Sprite. And you might be thinking, well, isn't that still a diet soda? Yeah, it is. But for whatever reason, in my mind, I felt like it wasn't as caffeinated, number one. Number two, it was clear. And that was a step in the right direction. It had fewer dyes. And so therefore, it was a little bit better than the diet soda I was drinking, which in my mind was a clear diet soda. So it was a little bit better. And I did that for a couple of months. And then I started diluting my diet Sprite with sparkling water. So I was pouring sparkling water and mixing that into my diet Sprite. Every week, I would add just a little bit more sparkling water, dilute it even further. And before long, I didn't mind just drinking a sparkling water with a squeeze of lemon and lime. The next step in my transition was to try just drinking plain water with a squeeze of lemon and lime. And I just have to admit, I didn't love the taste of it. Something was missing. So I began doing some research to see what type of things I could add to my water that would make me crave it a little bit more, give it more flavor, but ingredients that would improve digestion, ingredients that were whole and organic. Eventually, I settled in on a mixture of fresh squeezed lemon, fresh grated ginger, a dash of cayenne pepper, and just a few drops of stevia. Ding, 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 ding. This was my personal recipe for success. It gave me the thing that was missing. Like I still was missing the kick that I got from the bubbles. 
for me personally, and this isn't true for everyone, but for me personally, when I added the ginger, the cayenne pepper, and the lemon together with the water, it gave me that something special that was missing from just plain water. Best of all, that helped me to finally enjoy drinking plain water, but I literally crave my water mix. Today, I'm drinking more water than I ever imagined possible, and not because I need to, not because it's good for me, even though that's a nice added benefit. I drink it because I crave it. I love the way it makes me feel. I crave the taste of it, and it just makes me proud to know that the ingredients are actually doing me good. The ingredients help to speed up metabolism, aid digestion, and improve my immune system. And it's not just the kick from the cayenne pepper and the combination of the lemon and ginger. It's actually what it does for me. When you drink lemon water, specifically in the morning on an empty stomach, there are tremendous benefits that stimulate your lymphatic system. It's also an incredible way to boost vitamin C and bioflavonoids, which are going to help with your digestion. Drinking water, any water, whether it's lemon water or just plain water, first thing in the morning, is a habit I want you to get into. And you've probably heard someone recommend that you drink warm water first thing in the morning. And I can tell you we've poured through the research looking for any scientific evidence that there is a benefit to drinking warm water over cold water. And we simply can't find any. That's not to say you shouldn't drink warm water. I just wanted to have some scientific proof behind the recommendation. As many integrative health professionals often give this recommendation, and I just wanted to know, is there scientific proof that drinking warm water aids in digestion over drinking cold water? And to date, I can tell you we don't have scientific proof to substantiate that claim. Nonetheless, there's no shortage of anecdotal proof, which might simply mean no one's conducted a study. The bottom line, drink more water and start your day with water. Whether it's because of our busy schedules or all the caffeinated products that we drink, or maybe it's just because we don't crave water, whatever the case, it's estimated that 75% of us are chronically dehydrated. No wonder we don't feel good. Let me share with you some of the symptoms of chronic dehydration. Number one, fat loss and weight loss resistance. When your body doesn't have enough water, your metabolism slows down. Your body needs a certain amount of water just for metabolic processing. This, coupled with the fact that dehydration makes it hard for our bodies to utilize fat as fuel, in other words, it makes it difficult for ketones to be produced in the Krebs cycle, it's easy to see how when you're dehydrated, you're just packing on pounds. You're definitely storing more fat. Chronic dehydration is also one of the common reasons why people experience ongoing digestive problems. Hydration is essential for every bodily function, and especially when it comes to digestion. Even slight dehydration can have a huge impact on your digestive process. So if you suffer from constipation, irritable bowel syndrome, or any type of dysbiosis, your first step is just start drinking enough water. How simple is that? And it's free. Another common symptom of chronic dehydration is bloating and water retention. Now that might sound like an oxymoron, but you see, when your body doesn't have enough water, it knows it's under attack. It knows it has to hold on to what it has. So it's not uncommon for someone who isn't drinking enough water to feel bloated and puffy. 
which then usually makes them restrict water because they think they're retaining too much water. Meanwhile, their body's retaining too much water because it's not getting enough water. Additional signs of chronic dehydration include brain fog, headaches, depression, inability to focus. You see, our brains rely heavily on our blood supply to function. And when our blood supply is restricted due to dehydration, our brain doesn't function properly. Every one of us has experienced a throbbing headache or an inability to concentrate. And then once we're hydrated, wow, it's like the fog lifts. Chronic dehydration often results in low blood pressure, hypertension, and or a sudden drop in blood pressure. It can also result in muscle weakness. Dehydration causes weakness because it creates an imbalance in our salts and electrolytes in our body, which is why it's more important now, now that you're phasing your diet, to ensure that you are getting proper hydration every single day, and most importantly, as we approach any fasting week. Additional signs of chronic dehydration include dry skin, urinary tract infections, autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, premature aging, i.e. wrinkles, and high cholesterol. For me personally, I was shocked once I started paying attention and tracking my water intake, which I do daily. I do that in my journal. I track how much water I consume. And there are days, for whatever reason, I don't get in the recommended number of ounces that is my goal per day. And when I do that, the next day, or sometimes even later in the day where I'm not consuming enough water, I feel it in my joints. And that's because water keeps the cartilage around our joints hydrated and supple. It's what ensures our joints stay lubricated. It's also what protects our spinal cord and the tissues. That's what keeps us healthy from the inside out. You can survive without food. You cannot survive without water. So by now, you're probably asking the question, how much water do I need? And I don't think at this point, considering how brilliant you are, you're going to be surprised by my answer. The answer is, it depends. It depends on a lot of things. And I know magazines, blog articles, diet books, and fitness experts love to tell you exactly how much water you need. And most of them will say six to eight cups per day. Or sometimes you'll hear the 50% of your body weight in ounces formula. Here's the bottom line. If you want to make sure you're getting enough water, use the color of your urine as your guide. Once your urine has become nearly clear, it's no longer a dark yellow or even a light yellow, well, you're consuming enough water. How much is too much? It's pretty tough to drink too much water. It really is. And you'd know it. You'd be constantly going to the bathroom. You'd be overhydrated and you would feel it. You have to drink a lot of water to be overhydrated. The problem with most recommendations is They're general. They don't take into account how tall you are, how much sodium is in your diet, how active you are, how old you are, your hormone levels, the weather conditions. There's so many things that factor into how much water each and every one of us has and then just how you feel. I can tell you for myself personally, I make it a goal to have about 75 to 100 ounces per day. I never feel overhydrated. I never feel dehydrated. My urine is primarily clear. I apologize if that's too much information, but that's a general recommendation. That recommendation is also to factor in my height, my age, my gender, 
that amount of water factors in the food that I consume and how active I am. I'm a pretty active person. I also drink coffee and coffee dehydrates. So those things are factored into the number of ounces that I feel is appropriate for me. You will need to decide what's right for you based on how you feel. Now, your assignment is to make a plan. Make a plan to drink more water. If you've got some bad habits to break, I need you to set the date by which all things change. And on that date, make sure you've got someone who's helping to keep you accountable. But when in doubt, drink pure water and drink more of it. There's nothing you can do that is more powerful than making decisions that allow you to become healthy from the inside out. You should be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. So your assignment today is to make a plan. I hope you enjoyed that, by the way. And I hope it has motivated you to do some things differently. If so, if you've made the decision, the next step is to make the plan. You've got to make a plan to drink more water. Now, if this is the new habit that you're going to develop, I need you to set the date by which you're going to start. Mark it on your calendar, in your phone, on your day planner, wherever. But I also need you to get someone else involved. Someone who's going to hold you accountable. Maybe they're going to do this with you, or maybe it means you're going to give them permission to keep you on track. Drinking more water is one of the absolute best things you can do to help you lose weight and start with 25 ounces every single morning. Now, do me a favor. If you struggle with this habit, like you you get it, you know you need to drink more water, you don't even mind water, but for whatever reason, you never get enough, well, then you're a lot like me and you probably need a system, something that triggers the behavior That's what makes a habit mindless. You know, you don't have to force yourself to drink the water if you've got the right trigger and the right reward. And that's why I created a system to make this habit a reality for me. You can learn more about it by going to 131bottles.com. That's 131bottles.com. And by the way, you do not need to be a 131 member to enjoy this system. Who is this for? It's for somebody who knows They need the habit. They've been trying to force themselves to do it for years. And for whatever reason, it's just not sticking. All right, I got you. Check it out. 131bottles.com. In the meantime, I just want to tell you, I love you. You are the bomb.com. Now go get hydrated. I'll talk to you soon. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.